can hear the chair. Oh, uh, yeah, you can hear the chair. This is low budget, mate. This is low budget. We don't even have waters. It's so low budget that We're the chairs, the the chairs, chairs are falling creak. apart. The chairs creak. The cushion on the chairs. <laughs> you happy with the chair now, Caesar? <laughs> an appropriate Jeff, the, podcast the chair, chair. The chair is lower quality, but quieter. Excellent. Good. I hope, I hope it doesn't affect the podcast. I'm sure it will. <laughs> down, I look left, I look around, all I see are two schmucks staring at me. Hi Jeff. Caesar, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Welcome to uh, season two of uh, Two Schmucks. I'm excited to be here, excited to be back. It has been an incredible rise in the world of Two Schmucks. The first season was a runaway success. I'd venture to say it's probably the most significantly influential podcast that no one has listened to. <laughs> Caesar, our influence has been incredible. The reach, how we've changed podcasting in just a few short episodes. Thanks, Jeff. I, I, I'm fairly sure the reach isn't what, <laughs> what is impressive. <laughs> well, because no one's listening. Nonetheless, Nonetheless, Two Schmucks has achieved its first season goal and completely changed, disrupted the whole podcasting landscape. That was our goal, Caesar, the disruption. It, it wasn't actually our goal, Jeff. Wasn't our, it? Our goal was <laughs> to beat a Harvard professor in number of listens. But because that right. seemed to be achieved incredibly quickly and with in, and with no effort whatsoever we had to find other goals other sh- other things to shoot for we had to try and adjust our goals and mm. so disrupting the entirety of podcasting is what we set out to do and as i recap season 1 i think you and others will be incredibly surprised at the magnitude of disruption let's see <laughs> <laughs> what what did we disrupt, Caesar? What I mean, season one was momentous. I agree, but but it's big. Those are big claims. Well, as as let's just start by recapping season one with the incredible lineup of um, people that uh, uh, joined Caesar. Yeah. In season one, because it, Jeff, you were you were there for the first podcast. I was. I was the founder, the and, founding podcast. And then Ricardo joined us for the second podcast. Yeah, we needed to get that Latino audience in. And then by the second podcast, it was pretty clear that um, we were going to have some legal issues. <laughs> it was clear. <laughs> and and as a result of that, we had the Zuck on for the uh, mm. for the final episode of the uh, first season. Yeah, no, that was a great get. Yeah, no, I couldn't make it to that one. I apologize for that, but that was a great get. Well done. Thank you. So if we continue recapping, yes. just <clears throat> starting off with some of the things that we set out to do. So yeah. one was product placements. Mm. Well, as I recall, you were very upset that, you know, when you're on your bike ride, that it was very hard to press skip. You know, you had basically had to That's stop right. your ride, come off your bike, press skip, and that was not going to do. That's right. I was listening yeah. to uh, 
a series on a murder mystery. Yes. And all of a sudden the wharfs were in trouble. Hey. <laughs> the WA wharfs had, had problems. Had to for labour. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> and and that, that was, a, you know, that's how great inventions happen. People get annoyed by stuff. And so... And so instead of succumbing to the advertising money mm. that is apparently there and available for podcasting, we decided to product place. Mm. We would simply include product placements within their podcast and we would then try and raise money mm. from uh, companies for that product placement based upon our reach and listenership and just the enjoyment of people associating their product with the two schmucks brand. Uh, that is very sound business strategy and who wouldn't want to? Well, apparently the two people who didn't want it, one was suck. Yeah, no, he didn't like it, and he flew all the way to Australia, bought the island, and went on our podcast. How yeah. fantastic. So, so there were a couple of people that didn't like what we were doing. Yeah. Um, in fact, almost all of the uh, product placements we put on the show had some sort of legal... <laughs> Negative reaction. That reaction. Ended up with two uh, legal files. I will, however, say that Frames Etc. were very happy with their uh, product placement and um, are now a uh, permanent uh, product placement uh, sponsorship. That is, that, that's great to hear, Susan. They are a great, they have a great product. Yeah. Good, I'm glad to hear that. And Jeff, because in Australia... Influencers mm. have to take their role responsibly, and yeah. I consider us influencers. Yeah. How, can, how could we not be? <laughs> Just given what's happened, we are we are influencing what is happening in our very local area. Mm. <laughs> the um, and as a result, I think of the two schmucks mm. legal issues. Yeah, which you can fill us in on in terms of the the, the details. Sure. Of. Uh, of the legal fight that <laughs> two schmucks uh, undertook as a result of our, our product placement, mm. the, uh, the Australian government introduced a law. Mm. They introduced a law which uh, is commonly known as the two schmucks law. <laughs> they had to stop us, user. They had to stop it. They could see some, They could see a problem emerging. They knew. They knew we were setting a trend. We were market trendsetters. Um, as a result, the two schmuck law states that all influencers on social media have to declare their sponsorship before a product placement. Makes sense. Makes sense. It's just a man getting in the way of commerce once again. Which man? <laughs> just the man. <laughs> you know, the man. The man. <laughs> Jeff, that wasn't the most significant outcome of season one of the two schmucks podcast that was that was pretty big that had global influence just right there i mean the two schmucks lord has changed the landscape of podcasting in australia yeah fair enough but we actually had a greater influence in the entirety of podcasting internationally really because you might recall that we had to submit our podcast to apple Mm. In order to be approved as a podcast there was on some, the Apple platform, there were there were like five of our first like eight listens. <laughs> <laughs> well, it turns out that they may have listened to our podcast, got wind of the idea that we were trying to disrupt 
the way in which you make money mm. out of podcasting because we were doing product placements. We'd established B-Day yep. to, to sell our merchandise and other people's crap. <laughs> We'd created a cryptocurrency mm. in order to directly engage with our listeners. Yeah. And Apple clearly were frightened. Wow. They were frightened by the this new business premise mm. of you know how you could generate income. You may also recall, Jeff, that the totality of our income derived through the Apple uh, podcast platform yes. was uh, not close to zero. It was zero. Zero, right. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, slow starters, but that's fine. That's fine. And so Apple, after the end of our first season, mm. changed the rules around how you can monetize um, podcasting. And they introduced... Up the, in their platform that you can now pay for podcasts. So you can remove the product placement, you can remove the ads, and now you can pay to hear a podcast without any of this disruption. Uh, Caesar, I mean, uh, I understand why they had to do that, just given, you know, what they saw coming from, you know, influential podcasters like ourselves. And yeah, they needed to get in on it. They saw their revenue model changing. Oh, look who's here! The star! Yeah, well that was Tank. That was Tank. That was Tank. the door of the studio and coming in. Approving, approving, showing his approval. Tail wagging. Good on you, Tank. So Apple Mm. changed the entire manner in which revenue can be generated through podcasts. Now, I think we should accept the fact that it can be no coincidence. <laughs> Clearly not. It can be no coincidence that after listening to our podcast and approving it, mm. they've then gone and changed the entire way in which you generate income on uh, on the platform. No, there's correlation and causation. It happened. It, it happened very quickly afterwards. Within weeks, they heard the podcast. They got their lawyers on it. Three weeks later. They came up with a plan. Now, there's a little way else to kind of uh, spin that. It's just clearly what happened. Although I do disagree with your premise around it's either or. Either you could do product placement or you could get your podcast paid. We're doing it all. We're monetizing every which way. Well, we are doing it all. And now we have to, thanks to the two schmucks Australian law, declare our sponsorship. And thanks to Apple... We now can just have people pay to listen to this without the adverts. Yeah, no, and I reckon I reckon we're gonna we're gonna set the benchmark and what people pay, for sure. There's gonna be a lot of people lining up for this. We are devoted, devoted fans. The benchmark idea is an interesting one. I have to <laughs> have to just think about. What, are you saying that the benchmark might be free? <laughs> we might set the benchmark at no one will pay. Well, no, because the other thing that we introduced, remember, is the cryptocurrency. Yes, that's so true. So we, we have a mechanism mm. by which we can create yeah. direct payments from people still. Mm. No, that's true. In the same time that we created the two schmucks cryptocurrency, mm. several other people, I'm assuming yeah. our listener from Texas is obviously involved in this, because <laughs> it seems to have emanated from America. Yes. Um, created these... Um, 
cryptocurrencies in the same way that we created two schmucks. Yes. And then somehow, one called Dogecoin. Yes. Um, quite a bit of value. It created quite a bit of value. Mm. So I think that, once again, we are just leading out here mm. and disrupting the world. No, we are. And, and I think to further disrupt, because our cryptocurrency hasn't taken off in the way we thought in mind. I think what we should do is, uh, you know, just further disrupting cryptocurrency, I think we should develop an actual coin, a two schmucks coin, right? And then we will give people that coin and they can give us cash. Yeah, Jeff, I like this idea. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the things that is a problem is actually feeling like you've got any of the cryptocurrency. Yeah, the whole thing, the cryptocurrency, you can't feel it, you can't touch it. What's the point of that? Exactly. No. It's well, called Dogecoin. Yeah, I mean, exactly. How safe is that? They can't be safe. Can't oh, be I, safe. I like this idea. No. So how would you? So how do you see this working? We're taking the crypto out of cryptocurrency. So it's working. It's fine. You get a you get a a tangible item. You know, in the old days it might have been gold, but what's that worth anymore? You actually get a coin has two schmucks on it. Maybe it's got your face on one side, my face on the other. Maybe maybe your face and my butt. Whatever it might be. You know, heads and tails. And then uh, people come in, they hand us that, we'll give you that coin, they give us cash, it can be probably, probably Australian dollars are fine, but you know, US dollars are good too, euros, well that's good, and we'll give them this, this coin, this crypto coin. Wow. That's genius. I think it's a that's good genius. idea. So at the moment, if you were holding a two schmucks crypto token yeah what would how would you how would you see that working well if it depends who's holding it uh caesar if we're holding it it's worth quite a bit and they'll have to give us quite a bit of cash for us to give it over to them mm -hmm. once they have it, it might not be worth as much and what will they get in return no they'll have the coin that physical they'll be, coin they'll have a physical coin and they'll be this able to brilliant. use this it is genius. they'll be able to use it on uh on b-day and, and it's fine Good on them, you know, and they'll be, they'll, we'll have things on B-Day that eventually they can buy. They're hoping it'll be worth more one day than the money they've given us for it, but it's an investment. That's how investments work, Caesar. Well, I'll have to take your word on that. <laughs> <laughs> the risk, they're taking a risk. They're right. taking a risk that B-Day will be big and they can use that coin yes. at any time, everywhere. No, fair enough. I, I will just point out that since the rise of cryptocurrencies and yeah. these other virtual currencies, gold actually has become more valuable. No, gold has... Let's not get into the economics of it, <laughs> Caesar. That's, no, that gold, gold should have been more valuable. It had, it's taken a hit. It's taken a hit. It should be 20 times the value it's at now. But people are throwing their money into these cryptocurrencies and they actually have nothing in their hands, right. whereas we're giving them a coin. So, so once people have the coin, yes. just let me understand, once they've got the coin, they've yep. got a physical coin they've that represents a, a cryptocurrency. Yes. There's a one smart dog. <laughs> Tank. Tank has opened the door on his own, coming in kind of like a velociraptor in Jurassic Park. He can open doors with handles. And here he is. Tank, what do you got to say? Tank, would you like some cryptocurrency tank? Should we keep him in? Yeah, I'll leave the door open. He can just wander in and out as he feels yeah. fit. That's right, fine. So, now that people have a physical... Yes, coin. Coin. Yeah. Where okay. should they keep that coin? 
they should probably put it someplace safe. <laughs> that sounds like a very sensible. Do you have any solutions for them? I, d I don't. I don't. I'm not sure. I'm not exactly sure where they would put that coin. But what do you think, Caesar? Have you thought about any place that that you would want to hold like a monetary valuable items in well, an institution of some sort? Well, well, I was thinking that in order to help people, yes, safely secure, yes, these tokens, yeah, that we should create a two schmucks bink. Oh right, a bank. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's based on the premise. You might remember banks. Yes. Um, but it's a bank. Yeah, right. And the bank is created in order to help people store their coins that are related to cryptocurrency. Yeah, got you. That is genius. These are genius ideas. So, These are so genius people ideas. will now be able to have the two schmucks cryptocurrency. Represented in a coin, yeah, stored in the bank. Stored in the bank. Fantastic. This is this is a good idea. And then, yeah, we'll give them an online portal. Yeah, where they can check. Yeah, exactly. The value of their it's bank. still it's still virtual. Yeah. It's just like cryptocurrency. Yeah, it's just in the bank. You well, we'll hold the physical currency. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll we'll hold the physical currency in the bank, but they but they won't. So no, they still, won't see it. Just like crypto, exactly. they won't see it, but they can see it on their phone, and that's all that matters. Yeah, and if they really want to, they can come and have a look at it. Yeah, no, there's a, there can be viewings. There can be viewings of their, of, their, of the coins. That's right. Brilliant. <laughs> as long as they turn up with the cash to buy the coins, it's fine. Well, it's that's obviously the most important part from and our perspective. From our perspective, it's Cash important. for coins. Cash for coins, I agree. This is a great idea. Is it? Is <laughs> it? Jeff, you spent a lot of time last season with the lawyers. I did. We created somewhat of a uh, problem for ourselves uh, very quickly. Um, there were lawyers everywhere. People were lawyering up. We had to lawyer up. Uh, I'm really interested, and I, I'm sure our listeners are interested, to, to hear an update from you in terms of what the, uh, what the outcome of your engagement with the lawyers no, look, Caesar. I mean, I met, I missed a couple episodes because you know we were so busy uh, disrupting, you know, podcasting in general that uh, people were getting upset. And like you said, so there were a couple issues that we had to like get on top of quickly. One was, you know, people were uh, we made claims about our two schmucks cryptocurrency, which were getting challenged by you know influential types. You know, that we, you know, particularly in our weekly card school, mm. that we're causing issues. So we needed the lawyer to get the lawyers involved in that. Um, the product placement, as you already clearly described, caused market issues all through Australia. In fact, it led to a uh, change of law here in Australia. Um, and then also, uh, and this was one a little bit from left field because... We don't actually have anyone, uh, any employees, but we did have a fair work claim come in. Really? <laughs> we did. Wow. It was anonymous. can only assume that maybe it was Tank <laughs> that put in the fair work claim, but we had a full work claim not come a, in. Not enough airtime. I'm not sure what it was. But we basically had to go to the tribunal. We spent all that it. time with the lawyers that we still don't know. <laughs> the lawyers could not help. The lawyer, that was the toughest. That's the toughest one. The ombudsman. So we had three big issues that we had to solve with the lawyers. And, you know, there was, it was expensive. It was fine because, you know, we were just going to pay them in two schmucks cryptocurrency. But how'd that, how'd that go? 
<laughs> when I went to settle up the bill with them, they were saying they wouldn't take too much cryptocurrency. And I said, well, but hold on. We paid you to resolve the exactly. two schmucks cryptocurrency issue. Back yourselves, boys. Back yourselves. Get it right. And Are you on you, board or not? That's right. What's the story? And they weren't on board in the end. <laughs> Did you, maybe, maybe they needed more of a, a physical representation of the... Uh, of the two schmucks cryptocurrency, which would have made them feel a little bit more secure. We have a very hefty lawyer's bill. And so really, at this stage, I think we need to, we need some sort of recovery tour. Right. Well, I do notice that the um, support around the two schmucks offices has uh, dissipated. The global headquarters is feeling a little empty. Um, <laughs> and I don't know if people can tell, but there are fewer writers this uh, <laughs> this season. Yeah, we had to let a bunch of the writers go. Right. So we've got lawyers, but no writers. That's <laughs> what you want in a podcast, Caesar. That's, you know, the, the lawyers, the lawyers could be funny <laughs> in their own way. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a common story. I think that's it. It's a common story. That's right. That's right. So now, basically, we're kind of like... In this situation where, you know, you might find yourself after, you know, a divorce or something like that. We've got no money. And like, it's like a, it's like a rock and roller or a comedian who's kind of got divorced. And they got to go back out on tour and make that money so they can pay for the divorce lawyers. That's where we're at, Caesar. We got to go back out there and get it done. The crime was actually the legal fees we paid. Hmm. Well, that's very depressing, Jeff. <laughs> so... Essentially, we've got lawyers. Do we still have writers? The writers have gone. <laughs> the lawyers could be the writers. Right. So so it seems to me that the strategy of season one was to make as much money as possible and then get sued and, and give the money to whoever won the, the legal case against us. Yes. My understanding is no one won a case against us, but yet we still gave all of the money to the lawyers. Yeah, no, the, 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 what happened was is that it was determined in the courts that we were so insignificant in the scheme of things <laughs> that there was no crime. There was no way to kind of like put a value on the crime that could have occurred. So then, no, there was no, there was no winners, but the lawyers, <laughs> the lawyers, which is often the case when you get involved in the judicial system, Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> These are life lessons that you. I feel like they're very personal life lessons. Too personal, maybe. <laughs> Hearing about them. So, so Jeff, just to yes, just sorry, to set we... the scene now for season two. Yes. We have a number of strategies in order to raise revenue, but now essentially we are on a mission to raise money mm. to pay for the lawyers. We are in debt to the lawyers. Do the lawyers have lawyers? Have they lawyers lawyered up yet? <laughs> yeah, they have lawyers. Do we, we have, have more lawyers? Got, we got problems. So, Jeff, our lawyers now have lawyers? They do. They do. They lawyer. Wow. They lawyered up. The lawyers lawyered up. So, do and we? Those, know? If you think our guys are expensive, just wait till you see these lawyers. <laughs> Do we need more lawyers? What choice do we have? Well, it seems like we're going to have to have this season keeping the lawyers busy. <laughs> I think we should. Maybe 
Maybe that can be compensation. We give the lawyers, the ones who are suing us, we can make them writers. I Maybe think we don't have a choice. I think, I think we're going to have to have a show <laughs> that is written by lawyers. <laughs> I don't know how exciting or interesting that will be. We'll find out. But, but given that we've had one series, we've had lawsuits against us, we've had lawyers defending us who now have their own lawyers, mm. this may become a law podcast. <laughs> we've also influenced the law. <laughs> If we get enough law listeners, I reckon the lawyers will come to the party. (laughs) Jeff, uh, last uh, season we spent a lot of time talking about our listeners, how we wanted to get more listeners, how we wanted to reward our listeners for uh, listening to us. Mm. And it's probably worthwhile just taking stock of where we're up to. We we exceeded 100 listens um, Mm. for the whole of last season collectively. And that we had put ourselves into the self-help category. Mm. And I was keeping track of where we were up to in the self-help category. I'd set up a whole lot of um, alerts around when we reached in the top 100 of of different categories in different countries. I'm incredibly pleased to report that we did get a couple of hits from Barbados um, we did get something from the Cayman Islands. There were people wow. that, that once they heard that we were up and running, clearly listened. Um, yeah, no, because of all the, the cryptocurrency disrupting we were doing, everything. clearly. Yeah, we, we have we have a genuine listener in Texas, I think. Yeah, no, I agree, yeah. Um, so a big, big call yeah. out to them. We had a listener in Texas, we had a listener in Ohio, we had a listener in Florida, all the key swing states in America. <laughs> we are influencing. <laughs> we are influencing our messages getting out to the places where the most has the most impact on influencing. It is. I mean, it may be swing states. I suspect it may be um, some of the uh, the Apple uh, people listening <laughs> to podcasts and vetting them. But but nonetheless, we appreciate sure that. Now, unfortunately. I have been unable to keep up with the uh, the metrics of our podcast because the site that I subscribe to, I didn't mm. realize this, only had like a 30-day free trial. <laughs> and so, so it turns out we may or may not have improved our position. We may have more listeners. Um, I don't really know what the situation is because... Um, we don't have any revenue that we've generated from the ink from the podcast, and therefore I can't afford to pay for their subscription to get the additional data. It may not also be worth it. Well, look here. I mean, no, no, no. We didn't want to spend more money, and I agree with that. But I personally have scrolled through the Apple app rankings for Australia, and. Unfortunately, on, there is no self-help category. It gives you the top 200 overall. There's a sports category. There's like a literature category. There's quite a few categories in there, but no self-help. And so we weren't in any of, but we, and we weren't in any of those other top 200. But what I spied out was there's a religion category, and the top 200 podcasts or by some dude, but he has like all of them, you know. So he's like, like putting out like a podcast a day. Right. He's got no competition. But just let me ask you: Can I? Can we monitor where we are in the religion category for free? Yes, we're going to the religion <laughs> category. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to put us in the religion category. Yeah, no, the, our listeners are devout. I mean, we'll we'll find a criteria for some uh, way of uh, 
being accepted into that category. If, if two schmucks isn't, isn't kind of religion worthy, then what is? I don't know. It doesn't really matter anyway. We've got so many lawyers on staff. It'll keep them busy writing. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. Too, it's man. perfect for our That's whole good. setup. No, I want to get us into the religion category. And, and by the way, I mean, is there more money in religion than anything? No. Nothing can make, brings in more money, you know, from schmucks than religion. Let's do it. <laughs> Jeff, it's time for the um, Screw Your Neighbor Taken out of context, card school update. Oh, fantastic. Oh, when you said screw your neighbor, this sounded exciting, but no, card school update. It does it, every time. It really does. It gets me at the beginning every time. Screw your neighbor. Thinking about, who are my neighbors? Oh. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Caesar. go ahead. So, uh, Jeff, I, I don't know if you have the update um, or an update for our listeners in uh, the card school. Well, I, I do. Um, it was this, this week. There was no cards played because actually your father Caesar turned 85 on the night we normally play cards during the week. That is true. That is true. And we had a fantastic celebration for him. Not that any of the people from the card school were invited to that because it was just for friends and family. It was it was his card school actually. His card school came. Yeah, that's true actually. And speeches were given. Very well done by yourself, and, and he did as well. And I think it's only appropriate, given he's made it to 85 years kicking well, that perhaps we do an interview with him. I think that's a mighty fired idea, Jeff. I think that uh, instead of the card school update, we will do an interview with Zaydemik. Fantastic. <laughs> so, as our special guest, Zayda. Yes. We... Because we put together a podcast. Whatever that is, yeah. <laughs> so a podcast is like a radio show. Oh, all right. Okay. Remember, except it's your own radio show. Oh, all right. Okay. Do you remember the first radio show you listened to? Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> that long back, no. What were some of the, what, what were some of the popular ones? Like, that must have been pretty popular when you were younger. Yeah, I know. I was just trying to, trying to think of them. Yeah, they would have been like a I think series. It was, it might have been, I think it might have been Superman or The Phantom. Mm. Well, this is similar. Uh, Everyone has a podcast. Has a what? A podcast. It's called a podcast. What's that? It's basically a radio show, except that instead of it being produced and recorded in a professional studio... You can just set yourself up in this studio, record yourself, and then publish it for everyone to hear. Not in my day, though, you couldn't. Yeah, no, even two random schmucks could do it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Well, I, I certainly... No, not in my day. I mean, it was just something completely new. Exactly. You didn't have to go to the movies. You just sat there and watched TV. Well, this is something completely new. Sorry? This is something completely new. Yeah, well, all right. Well, in the, the, the early days, I used to come home from school. Uh, my mum would give me some milk and a bicky and send me up to Hyde Park for a, to walk around and play. And that, nice. You ever try rugby? You ever play rugby? Yes, I tried rugby. David Sadiq tried to talk, talk me into playing <laughs> th- uh, third division for uni. Right. <laughs> and I, uh, I had, had a couple of matches and then one match... 
the guy playing on the wing and a guy threw the ball to me uh-huh. and someone just said, run. So I grabbed the ball and ran and went straight into the biggest guy in the field, did about 14 somersaults backwards, picked myself up and I went up to Sadiq and I said, listen, you know what you can do with this, stick it right up your jumper. <laughs> And that was the last rugby match I played. Oh. Well, jumping ahead some years, yeah. you're now playing bowls. Oh. Trying to, yes. And we thought it would be interesting maybe to get a regular update on what's happening in the bowls from you. In what way? Well, how did last week go? Um, well, on Thursday I didn't get a game because there, there wasn't a division low enough. Um, what about the women's division? The division that they're in, they dropped the team. Oh, uh, okay. So there's, instead of having three teams in this particular division they're in, there are only two. Gotcha. So I had to put my skirt away. <laughs> so that's about it. Well, we thank you for coming in and having a chat with us. All right. Jeff, uh, it's time for letters from uh, our listeners, yep. and um, I do believe we have a uh, we have one listener who did write in or contact us in some way. Yeah, no, look, I mean, uh, we had an influential listener write in. I mean, actually, you know, the Zuck. Oh, he the, was on the show. He was on the show, and he kind of re- yeah, it wasn't. He wrote in to write a nice little note to us. Oh, that's um, nice. Which is basically. Uh, Dear Caesar, um, sorry I didn't get to see Jeff. I understand he's a wonderful, very good-looking, just great guy all around. Um, I'm playing, we're hoping to meet him soon. Um, meet me too. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and and look, he was appreciative on the podcast. And what he wrote here was was that look, guys, amazing what you guys have achieved in season one and all the disrupting you've done. Uh, locally in the island that I bought, as well as globally um, in cryptocurrency and in podcasting, and I actually could use your help. Could you? Wow. Yeah, right? No, we're... Exactly. Mark Zuckerberg is coming to us now for help. What Mark is like, if you might have read in the press recently um, that now... You need to, on Apple, has decided, Apple, and then there's some words here which I can't, uh, I can't read on, uh, over the air, Caesar. I apologize for that. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of four-letter words well, you, here. You, you know that I don't like the... Uh, and, the and, and also, you know, I mean, like, Zuck is just mad about it, clearly. He's like, a couple four-letter words for Apple and their CEO and a couple of uh, just, just random people that, that, I don't know, weirdly he put down here. But basically what he would like us to do is, as you may know, that you now have to opt in on the Apple platform for Facebook to kind of suck all the user data out and like monetize that for themselves. Interesting. I mean, I yeah. don't know because I don't use Facebook. Uh, <laughs> it's book, Caesar. It's book. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and so in order for us to leech off of society and suck all the data out of, you know, your daily life, and turn it into money for me, just about the richest man in the world. I mean, I can see yeah. why we get on with him. <laughs> I mean, sucking Could all the we... money out of the world for us is yeah. sort of that was the <laughs> fits right into the two schmucks. Uh... He's asking us to please 
use our influence with our listeners to get them to opt in on Apple. Thank you. Thank you. That was it. Thank you. Love. The Zuck. Love. <laughs> Love. <laughs> little, kind of little, not many hearts, but a couple X's and O's. I've got nothing to add to that. <laughs> it's a, it seems it's like a, a lovely letter. It's the letter, you know, and these yeah. are just facts. There we go. Well, just... look, any other listener out there that wants to get in contact with us, uh, please do. Jeff, that's about it for this week. Lovely. I am really glad that we are back for season two. Who knows what we will be able to achieve with our team of lawyers and their lawyers and our lawyers for their lawyers. Um, But it promises to build on season one, which was a phenomenal disruption to the entire virtual world that uh, that we sort of live in, live with, live around. I don't really understand understand my interaction with it. I'm looking forward to the season, Caesar. It's fantastic. It's off to a good start. Thanks, Jeff. I hope you can make it to another session. (laughs) I'll try. I look up. I look down. I look left. I look around. Oh, I see. Are two schmucks staring at me?